Welcome to the She's Electric podcast. I'm Pia, a passionate food consultant who is learning how to build my business while raising my young family. And I'm Kaya, dedicated business coach and enthusiastic yogi. It's our mission to help working mothers redefine the way they work and reimagine what is possible. We aim to be raw and real about the challenges and highlights we experience on our journeys of motherhood, business and life and hope that by sharing what we've learned, we can help you too. Today, we're going to be talking about a subject which I have kind of coined a term to describe, which is radical responsibility. And this is about minding your own business. There is a famous Mahatma Gandhi quote, which says, that when what you think and what you say and what you do are all the same, that is what happiness is. I think that for a lot of us, we're very focused on the things that we're doing and the things that we're saying. And we're also focused on the things that other people are doing and the things that other people are saying. And one of the areas that I think for me personally is always a great place for me to look at and to be really radically honest and radically responsible about is what am I thinking it's the place that I am most likely to fall off track on a mm. kind of multiple times a day basis I think things like getting up in the morning doing my meditation practice eating healthily the doing things the easiest part and even the saying mm-hmm. things we can have an argument with our partner and we can be quite self-righteous about the things that we haven't said or we can be very self-righteous about the the fact that we have said sorry but in our mind there can still be this judgment happening and there can still be this narrative of list of grievances about them or judgment about the situation I love when we have topics when I just I never know I don't know what you're going to (laughs) say and so this is so interesting to me this idea of radical responsibility which is something I've never heard of before but it all starts with thoughts, doesn't it? And Actually. I think that has been the biggest aha moment for me over the last couple of years with this coaching journey that I've been on, that the thoughts in our head are just thoughts. They're not real. And we can choose the thoughts that we have every day. We can choose to lean into certain emotions or we can lean into our pattern, which could be a very negative emotion. And I always bring it back to my anxiety because I, which I don't have anymore. I created anxiety in my head because it was, these were just thoughts. And I thought because I was thinking them that they were true, that I was going to die, that I was going to develop cancer, that I was going to develop all these things. And actually it's just believing in fairy stories. And we can actually, we get to choose what thoughts we have. And Lisa Nichols is, she's this amazing transformational speaker and she does a lot on public speaking. And she says, energy flows where energy goes. So if your thoughts are on things like I'm so stressed or my life is so terrible or my kids are such a pain in the ass, that's what you're going to see. Whereas if your thoughts are on, okay, how do I want to feel? I want to feel really in love with my husband. So it's, it's, 
leaning into those emotions and noticing those things about that person and then going over to them and giving them a hug or giving them a back rub or something like that. And then you start to cultivate more of that because your thoughts are leading you there. So that's what you're noticing. And then your actions are, that's what the other person is experiencing. So everybody's master saboteur is the judge. That judge is that voice in your head, judging yourself, judging other people and judging the situation. And I noticed that most of the time that I'm experiencing a negative emotion, for me, that familiar place is anger, frustration. It's more often than not coming from the judge. And it's about me. My most common pattern is that I'm sticking my nose in and I'm getting into my husband's business. Mm. I'm really focused on what he's doing, not on what I'm doing. That's what's happening in my mind is I'm like, why is he on his phone? He's always on his phone. Like, yeah, yeah. Rather yeah. than thinking, I am, I'm angry, I'm judging him. Mm-hmm. And uh, this kind of topic, where it stems from for me is that I, I love thinking sometimes about how things just happen in a way that is so serendipitous. Somebody will give you a book at the exact time when you need it, or you'll discover something at the exact time that it just feels so poignant and relevant to you. Mm-hmm. And at um, at Lucas' funeral, one of the coaches there who is my coach, she gave me this mm-hmm. book. I've seen her talk about this book many times on her social media. I've never really had a great desire to read it. I can see that she really loves it. Yeah. Uh, it's called like The Art of Blessing. She often reads like prayers from this book. And I thought this was a different kind of book to what it actually is. And yeah. I can't tell you how much I'm loving this book. I think what I like about it is it's really, really simple. It's that that radical responsibility of holding yourself accountable mm. for the energy that you are sending somebody and the energy that you are moving around in the world. A good example would be this morning. I went for a coffee and a croissant with my husband and I was getting really in my head about him being on his phone and Mm. I was talking to him and as we arrived at the cafe and he just veered off and started looking for a table started talking to me about a particular table that we were going to sit at I was so annoyed because I'm talking to you about something really important right and so what happens in that moment is that I am not sending him any blessings I'm not blessing him (laughs) I'm like judging him right yeah yeah and actually the whole concept of this book is about the practice of blessing somebody being such a powerful release Mm -hmm. in your own experience of life. And also if we're thinking about the law of attraction, the more that you bless, the more blessings come to you, right? Mm -hmm. When you think about the people that create the, the strongest emotional response for you, often it is people that create a negative response yeah. So it's people that really get your back up. You could have a small encounter with them that could last for a couple of minutes, whether it's a teacher at your kid's school or it's another mum or it's just your own mum or whatever. Some people, they can provoke you mm-hmm. to get into this very irritated and let's call a spade a spade, a judgmental pattern against mm-hmm. them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in that situation, if you get in a conversation with the judgment and you start to try and be like oh maybe they've had a bad day or all of this and the judge will be like yeah but they're always like that or whatever yeah the the blessing part is so simple because it's just sending them love and be like you know may your life be peaceful may you 
find peace. May you feel loved. Whatever it is that comes to you, what happens for me on a physiological level is just a relaxation. Oh, I love that you brought this topic up because this is something, it, this idea of leaning into love for others mm. has been something that has been huge for me over the last few months. And, and not just leaning into love for others, but leaning into the thinking about the things that I want versus thinking about the things that I don't want. And I think for a lot of my life, I spent time thinking about what I don't want, what could go wrong, what all the dangers that were around me. I think that's what led to the anxiety. And now I think I just lean into how is that I want to feel? What is that I want to experience? And I actually, I have an example of this today because I was in the supermarket this morning and there was a woman and she was taking a bit of time to get her uh, Revolut working and she couldn't find her coupons and all this kind of stuff. And the man in front of me was so annoyed when someone's just like, oh, and I was just thinking, he's getting himself so worked up and he's making her feel really awkward and terrible and I just said don't worry I said don't worry take your time I said there's it's no rush it's nearly the weekend and everyone calmed down but it's like when you go into these situations and you meet them at their energy and at their level everyone goes in with a judge and it just makes the entire situation worse. Whereas it takes somebody going in with a different energy to snap people out. of It's just a pattern at the end of the day. It's, I wanted to say to that man, are you late for something? Just because we tend to get frustrated over these things and it's for no reason. We don't have to be anywhere. It's just because we're being held up in our day. So it is, it's been a really interesting exercise for me over the last few months when I catch myself with that kind of ego and that kind of, oh, this is such a terrible situation or this is such a pain in the ass. And it's like, but Pia, do you need to be somewhere? Are you really being delayed? Is this making you feel good? No. Okay, what would make you feel better? And then going, okay, let's just take the opportunity. I'm being, say you're held up in traffic or something like that. This is a chance where I can just sit and I can listen to a podcast that I wanted to listen to, or I can take a chance to do a PQ rep or do some breathing exercises. Absolutely. And it's when you're talking about that man, the person who's most affected by that situation is him. Is like, him. So that's the thing about the judgment is that we start to have a negative experience and we're blaming it on somebody else. And that's the yeah. kind of lack of accountability, lack of responsibility part yeah. that, your yeah. experience of your own life it's your responsibility you can yeah. keep going around blaming other people that's the most disempowering story you'll ever have it's my mom's fault it's my husband's fault or all of the circumstances around me are to blame for my experience yeah or yeah. your mind is your own mm. you decide what your experience is I find that really interesting because you always do talk about that that about this idea of it's our responsibility for we have responsibility for our thoughts and it's you're right these situations that happen they are neutral it's our interpretation of them as positive or negative that gives it a, a negative or a positive charge what I'm trying to lean into is giving it that positive charge I'm such a hater of toxic positivity because I think it is such bullshit and I think it's something that has really been forced on women over the years to like push down your emotions and just be happy. And I just think that is something completely different. But what we're talking about here is when 
something happens that maybe initially you go, oh, that's you start judging it as a negative situation. You have a choice there where you can say, how do I want to feel? And then you can decide what your next course of action is going to be. Yeah. But it's having that awareness. It doesn't even have to be neutral because there are some things you can experience. If you were in a car crash or something or somebody Mm -hmm. bashed into you, it's negative. The experience is negative. Mm. Yeah. You can have an emotion of anger. That's understandable. It's not saying don't have the negative emotion. It's how long are you going to have that emotion for? Yes. And actually, one of the guys that we love, Alex Hermosi, talks about this idea of the bounce back factor. So when something negative happens in your life, how quickly does it take for you to bounce back when something happens in the morning and you say that just put me in a bad mood for the rest of the day? And we've all been there where it's like I got out of bed on the wrong side. I've just been in terrible form. The weather's terrible. And it's like you let it become this cascade of negative um, circumstances and they just start to feed each other. You can be pissed off, but then it's drawing a line under it and going, okay, I don't want to feel this way anymore. Right. If you look at athletes, any top performer, I wrote a yeah. newsletter about this recently. If you think about a tennis player, their ability to perform at an extremely high level is based on their ability to get back to yeah. ready state. So if they're worrying about the last shot, they're not going to be prepared for the one that's just about to come. And the same is true in your life. If mm. you are thinking about the last conversation you had, you're not present for the conversation that's happening right now. That's two things. It's moving on very quickly from things that have happened to the present moment, but it's also just minding your own business, like getting out of needing to be involved with other people's journey in life. There's a pattern that I notice in myself, which is that Mm. when you're on a journey of growth, not everyone is going to be at the same place as you and you weren't in that place before like you've come from some very bad places I was telling my husband just today I was walking past this bench a few days ago and there was this man and he was so drunk he was lying on the floor Mm. and he was surrounded by all these cans and vodka bottles and people were trying to help him and he was like swearing at them and I said to my husband as I was looking at that situation I was having this like flashback memory regularly I used to drink heavily on a Friday Mm. night when I was working on the railways and I would not remember how I got home and I would have Mm -hmm. these flashbacks of not being able to walk down the road in a straight line in that situation I'm not lying on the floor drunk these days I could look at him and have more compassion for him than at times I have for my own husband when he is doing something on his phone for example if I need to do something on my phone or I need to quickly send somebody a message it's not like that's never happens but yeah. I have a zero tolerance for like him. Yeah, yeah, completely. And it's like, why am I getting involved in it? Just mind your own business. I think as well with, with something like that, especially with the phone, it's about creating parameters around what your boundaries are with the phone. One of my boundaries that I'm trying to integrate into to this house, unsuccessfully, I will say, is that we don't have the phone at the dinner table because yeah, that 100%. is a time for connection. And that when that happens, Stephen and I put our phone over onto the counter where we just can't touch it yeah not even on the table not in eyesight not on the table exactly not in in eyesight now it doesn't always happen and but I find that if we don't put those boundaries in the phone ends up sitting there beside us it eventually gets picked up and then it starts to piss me off I'm seeing him on the phone so it's like by creating those healthy boundaries of what you want to see or what you'll tolerate or what, what you won't it stops that situation from occurring in the first place 
Totally. But where it becomes difficult is that we've got the boundary, but yeah. if we need to quickly do something, that's yeah. okay. It's okay. But like, <laughs> so when, that's what I mean. We can have a, a conversation about the boundaries yeah. and then we can yeah. respect other people that they're grown ups and that they could look after themselves because we are not yeah. perfect. Right. I don't know how often I, I think my husband often says to me, this is about the kind of thinking thing is that I might not say something out loud, but the way that I'm looking at him is aggressive right yeah like yeah I you can pick not... up on your energy right and ex- <laughs> that's exactly it he's picking up on my energy and I yeah. am saying <clears throat> I'm not acting in a particular way I'm not saying anything and I'm refusing to take responsibility for the fact that obviously I'm thinking something negative yeah. and I'm thinking something judgmental that's why you're picking up on my energy because if I was yeah. sending you love and if I was blessing you you wouldn't be like you're shooting me daggers <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. You're so right. So if this formula for happiness is what you think and what you say and what you do are all the same, how do you start to live that in your day to day? Because we all do what you're saying. It's like, I give out to my husband about not doing exercise and I'm sitting there not doing exercise. Do you know what I mean? So is it a case of that? If Is it just leaning into that love that emotion of love or tell me more about how you think you can embody this I think this is why I really love this book because it's this simple thing of if I'm experiencing a negative emotion most of the Mm. time it's coming for judgment and then I can be like oh I'm just going to send you a blessing and I think like that rather than trying to talk myself out of why I'm like of the judgment it's just shifting it and being like may you find peace off of your phone Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. The radical responsibility part is just mind your own business. Like, why yeah. are you getting involved in how other people are living their lives? Yeah. Yeah. Especially, Absolutely. Our, especially and our husbands. They're the people that we treat the worst. <laughs> this was definitely my pattern. I think I was like a little pain in the ass that would go around. And I was on this journey of growth and I was trying to force people Martyrdom. into that. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? Like when I look back, I'm like, Pia, you were insufferable. Like talking <laughs> about the yoga that I'm doing and meditation and oh, and trying to get people to join me on that journey when they weren't there yet. Right. You know? And also you're not there. Self-righteous is not an energy oh, of love, right? It's such a shit emotion, isn't it? So it's like what we've all, we're like, this is a continuous journey of growth and just be on your own journey. <laughs> Exactly. And what I found was that when I stopped trying to change the people around me, and I remember some of the people closest in my life, I'm struggling to connect with right now because I feel like I have moved on so much and they're still doing the same things. But I eventually stopped fighting it and I just started living my life. And what I found over time was that people came to me with questions because they could see the changes in me. They could see that I was much happier, but I wasn't trying to force it on them. And then that actually funnily enough, start kickstarted their own journey towards trying to live a happier life. That's made me so much closer with these people because yes. that emotion of self-righteousness just fucked off. Yeah. And that's not yogi vibe. Some of the biggest Mm-mm. yogis I know have never been on a fucking yoga mat. They mm. are just yogi in their energy. Mm. They are loving, they yeah. are present and they are light. And I know people who go to a yoga class multiple times a week and they are judgmental. Again, it's always that thing. Stop worrying about what you're doing and what other people are doing. And what's your experience of everyday life? If you're in a state of joyfulness and you feel light and you feel love towards other people, amazing. That's yes, thank you more, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely love that 
quote from that coach that we both worked with. Yes, thank you more, please. When you start to get something, an emotion or something in your life that you're like, yes, I want more of that. Say yes, thank you more, please, because it's inviting more of it in. So leaving you on the note of where can you mind your own business and who can you send some blessings to today? Thank you so much for joining us. If anything we talked about today resonated and you know a woman who needs to hear this too, please send her the episode and help us keep the movement going because women helping women only makes us stronger. To stay up to date on our latest episodes and the guests joining us, follow the She's Electric podcast on LinkedIn and Instagram. The music is Teenage Songbird by Forte, used with permission from the artist. We hope to see you again soon. Music